All right, here we go. Another episode of the musings of Dirtbag Duke. Hope you're doing well. Staying safe, staying healthy out there. And this is a, kind of an unusual one for me. It's a it's a Friday one, which is not unusual, but it is a Friday evening one. So uh, apologize for being so late, but still getting it in on a Friday. So I wanted to just... Uh, kick this out before the weekend. So again, hope you're doing well, staying safe, staying healthy and warm out there. Been kind of a interesting start to the year for many reasons, um, but particularly with the announcement of the retirement of Nick Saban from the University of Alabama. That has been still quite the stir in college football and you know just been a lot of chatter about that a lot of a lot of speculation a lot of uh commentary i guess you can say and thoughts and and all that stuff and and the vast vast majority of it is is um positive i mean the guy is the was, i think arguably the the greatest coach college football coach of all time i don't think that You'll see somebody do quite as well with as him with you know seven championships, six with the same team. Uh, I think there'll be some people that'll come close and have the potential to come close to that, but I don't think you'll ever see that repeated uh, anytime in, in the near future. But it, the thing that I guess is somewhat bothersome is is just the speculation of, of why he retired. He came out and said, okay, he, he came out and said why he was retiring, um, but still there was a lot of speculation about it or per, somebody's personal opinions, uh, not knowing him necessarily personally, um, but wanted to, I guess, throw that, they wanted to throw that out there and and um, not gonna specifically quote anything because uh, I don't want to draw any, any attention to these people. I don't think that they deserve any type of of credit or attention to their their comments because they're just not. Um, I think any anything with being the truth, I guess. But so what he had commented on is is basically trying to summarize it up was that it was such a tough year on him. It really took a toll because it was just such a challenging year for the team. Um, and, and that is true. And, and you can kind of see it throughout the year that I think, it, and he admitted that it really took a lot out of him to coach this team up. And so therefore he just felt like, you know, it, and, and, and it's, you know, I can see that based on his age in the seventies, you know, working till two in the morning and getting up at six a.m. He said this: working till two or whatever in the morning and then getting up at six just, you know, got to be more difficult and, and more difficult and and you know just a challenge. And and so kudos to him uh, for coming to that realization and and deciding that maybe he could find something more um, as meaningful, um, but you know, a little bit less hectic and, and pace wise. For him, so 
it wasn't the this garbage about you know the NILs and the transfer portal and everything else. That wasn't that wasn't it. Um, they were doing a good job of navigating it at the time um, and had benefited from it, but and had lost some players. And so for for me, uh, you know, you, you got to go by what the man says. And and what any you know, it most time anybody says, uh, you know, the reason for wanting to uh, step away, retire, leave, whatever, and you know anything else that is speculation wise, anything else is is just it's garbage, and it just needs to be kept you know to themselves. The, the these talking heads, so called sports, uh, I don't know what you want to call them, but sports. I don't want to call them experts because they're really not. Um, it's you know commentaries, commentarians. But uh, anyway, I just I want to throw that out there because that's kind of I think insulting to to Coach uh, Saban. Now there's been also a lot of turmoil here lately within the, within the school or within the work within the club, the football team there, um, with guys entering into the portal, kids de- decommitting, and things like that. All I can say is, is that, you know, that, that, that there was never going to be 100% something that was going to be acceptable to everybody, right? Even if you went back to the old days of, of the, you know, not paying the kids and, and things like that, then you have that, again, that discussion where, yeah, these universities are making millions of dollars off these football programs and the students are the ones that are that are doing that now there are many organizations in companies in within the world within the country uh, within the United States that do the same thing right they make millions of dollars off the backs of their employees and so um, I think that is you know similar to what is is going on within you know and you can say that's the case in the in the in the college football but you can also say then too that with this, you know, in the NIL deal, then the students have an opportunity to get, you know, some compensation for, you know, for themselves, and and that that is good beyond, um, beyond what they're getting already. So I think, and again, not going down this rabbit hole, but I think there's some other things that they can do too. Then, is if a student wants to be paid or gets paid, then. I think then there should be some compensation for um, the classes. I think there should be compensation for meals, room and board, things like that, right? But and then also then the flip side of it is is then then does a student really a student athlete need to even go to class, right? You know, should that be a requirement still? Then if if they're being compensated for them to go to to you know, to go to class if 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 the only reason why they're there is to is to make money. So there's a lot of those things that I think that still could be ironed out. And there's it's not going to be a perfect system. It isn't a perfect system. Not going to be a perfect system. But right now it's benefiting um, a lot of other programs right now because they're just people are just cherry picking off off these uh, players that are upset that Nick was was leave is leaving or left. And there's, you know, there's going to be a shakeup at the university. But I think on the flip side, there's many students that are going to 
stay. Uh, and they're going to have some people that are going to transfer in also that I think that are going to do very well for them. And I think the mentality that, that there and the, the um, culture that Nick brought in was, hey, next, next man up, right? Next one in, next man up. Hey, somebody leaves, that's fine. Okay, that's their, that's their you know, like, like some of the players said, wish them well. Um, but, you know, we, we're going we're gonna to keep going. We're going to, you know, if you don't want to be here, fine. Take off, but we're going to, you know, we're going to stay and we're going to build something here. And I think that's the key and that culture that's within that organization that you're going to find is going to put them, you know, continue to put them uh, on the map. I don't think... Uh, ideally and hopefully that you don't see a situation where they have um, gone back to the Mike Shula days, right? Uh, where that team is, is, you know, the seven and five, six and sixes or whatever. Um, but I think that, you know, you're still going to have some of those 11 and one, 10 and two type seasons. Um, and now that's not that big of a deal with this 12 team playoff. As long as you're in the top 12, you're going to make it in. And a lot of folks are trying to kick dirt on them and say that, the, you know, that they're done. A lot of people celebrating um, this uh, idea that, you know, that they're losing some of these uh, kids and, and they're hopefully going to pick some of them up. But th- there's no guarantees that they're going to have success or be successful. Their team's going to be successful that they're joining now. And so you run that risk by, you know, leaving a, an excellent program like Alabama. And I believe this quote actually uh, goes back to Eric Thomas. Winners focus on winning. Losers focus on winners. And there's a lot of people right now focusing on Alabama and have been focusing since Nick announced his retirement and focusing on these kids entering the transfer portal. You know, I I think they're short-selling the the, the program there. I think they're short selling the opportunities there. I think they're sh- they're short selling uh, their coach. I think they're short selling their um, fellow teammates. And I think that, um, that yeah, that 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 there's going to find some. These kids wish that they're going to wish that they you know stayed, but you know life's about choices. And if they're choosing to move on, then they choose to move on and, and you know, good luck. But I think that, like many fan bases, um, there is a share that, that is fairly rabid within, the, you know, the Alabama um, fan base and, you know, that they're upset. And I get it. And they're upset that these kids are, are leaving and – and uh you know, it, it is what it is. And again, like, this is a choice that they have to live with, um, deciding to want to, to move on from there. And, you know, and if they decide to keep, to keep going down that path, then that's, that's, that's their decision. <clears throat> but there's going to be other students or other athletes are going to want to transfer in that are that are high caliber um, players, 
And there are going to be some that, that uh, <clears throat> maybe didn't get offered um, before or they weren't interested in maybe coming on or whatever and things may have changed now. Only time will tell. But just know, though, too, for the teams and the, the fan bases that are celebrating this, that someday, someday they're going to be in that position too where their coach gets probably fired and there's going to be students wanting to transfer out. They're going to lose some great athletes and they're going to go to Alabama. And, you know, all the dirt that you kicked on Alabama at that time is going to come back, come, all the dirt that they kicked on them is going to come back on them because it's, you know, it's, that's just the way they're set up right now. And everybody's saying, well, they're coming back to ground, they're coming back to earth, coming back to reality. I don't think so. I think that the culture that they've built there, and they, they learned their lesson from the previous situations, and instead of continuing to build upon the culture that was built by Bear Bryant, you know, instead of continuing to build on that, they um, let that go away. And they put a lot of emphasis on trying to, you know, be that, that program that, hey, we're only going to hire people with connections to the university and, and, or to the program previously and or currently and it just didn't work out that way. And when they hired Nick, they realized what had happened. <clears throat> when they went out and decided, "Hey, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to invest this money and we're going to bring Nick Saban in." That was the key to this to the to unlocking that lock of success for that program again and bringing them back into prominence. And he's built that winning culture there. And and with him still being in the building, I think it's going to be easy for that to stick around and hopefully something that Kevin uh, DeBoer can build upon and continue to make uh, th- that team a success. And that they become, again, that, that uh, thorn in the, the, the foot of a lot of teams Within the within the uh, SEC and without and outside of it, and I'm sorry, Kalen DeBoer. I said Kevin. Sorry, Kalen DeBoer. Having a terrible time. And speaking of mistakes, I, I did make a mistake with Dan commenting on Dan Landing a while back, saying that he didn't have any ties to the SEC. That's not true. He did have uh, some ties to uh, Alabama, um, where I think he was like. Uh, some kind of a um, assistant there at one point. Um, I can't think of the exact term the way that they referred to it, but he was kind of a like a PA or whatever there uh, assistant, and then also um, had some spent some time at Georgia. So, so I, I apologize. I retract my statement on Dan Lanning that he did have some connections to uh, to the SEC. 
But I think I think this guy's going to be the right hire for them. I think Kalen DeBoer is going to be the right hire for them. I think he's going to bring about some continued success. I mean, he had, he had success at Washington with with not quite a quality players, not quite uh, opportunity and tools to go out and recruit. And I think that's what this is going to happen for him. And he's going to step up, and they're going to be they're going to be fine. And he's going to, again, continue that culture and that attitude that, that Nick brought to that school, to that football program. And, you know, as, as long as they continue to make it to the playoffs, that 12-team that playoff, and do well, move up higher in the ranks, I think that they're going to continue to be successful. And th- there's nobody that I don't think is going to corner this uh, – you know, this success, uh, there's only going to be like, you know, a couple teams that are continuing to to do well. I think it's going to be very difficult now to to build a team with with the transfer portal and NIL stuff. And it's it's just going to be so diluted that you're not really going to have I think the, the the cross the board competitiveness that you've seen in the past, and so I think that's going to play well for teams that can do well with very little. Right, um, and so I think that's one of the things that DeBoer has done, not with very little, but but with you know maybe lacking some areas. Because if you look at you know the top four last year, I think Michigan obviously proved uh, to be the best, far and away the best. I think Alabama proved that they're there. They beat Georgia, and I've, I've beat the, that to death. I guess that you know that they beat the the number one team at the time in Georgia. I think Georgia's is a top team still. I think they've got a lot to prove for this year and. Right now, I think they're the ESPN top 25 number one. Well, I think they've got a lot to, to prove there with the loss of, you know, one of the, I think one of the best, the best tight end in the country, one of the, the best players in the country. And so I think they've got, you know, a lot to prove to continue to be that top team. I think Texas has put some things together, unfortunately. Hate to admit it, but it's true that they've put together some things and and they've got some transfers in that they've robbed from from Alabama that, you know, are gonna are are gonna be some hope probably some some um, you know good pieces for them. And maybe they're gonna try to make an, another deep run, but I don't I don't know again what what they can do when when I looked at the loss that they have to Washington and moving to the SEC, and I think that that's where they're going to really struggle is in that SEC conference. I think they're going to have to really, uh, you know, bring bring the A game week in and week out, and I don't think that they're going to have the kind of success that they've had because I think that the week the weaker conference of that bigger twelve big bigger twelve big twelve over the last few years. Uh, I think kind of proves that point. And I think they're going to have to to figure out ways to, you know, to beat 
uh, a Georgia beat an Oklahoma, beat uh, which they have, you know, continued that rivalry with, beat an Alabama, beat an LSU. I mean, you don't see that in the Big 12. You don't have an LSU. You don't have an Ole Miss. You don't have uh, a Georgia there consistently. It's really, they've really, the conference has really fallen off. And so, you know, you're really going to have to, to do well playing A&M again. A&M, that's, again, that rivalry. And I think that's what's going to be the, the challenge is having those rivalries again with an Arkansas, um, with uh, A&M. The Arkansas one's longer, farther apart, but the a, you know, A&M was more recent. Missouri, I think, you know, Missouri's coming back again and, and having a decent showing with their football program. So, so the, I think they're going to be challenged to do well in the SEC. Um, again, Alabama's up there, and a, a, a lot of unknowns. Again, new coach, new program, things like that. I think they're going to face some challenges going into twenty four. But again, I think they have the the potential of being that top twelve and, and making it into the playoffs. And I think that's where they're going to succeed. If you look at you know Florida State, a lot of they've lost a lot of players this year, and and uh, graduations and, and and such. So, you know, they're going to be facing those challenges. So, again, I don't think anybody really stands out to be, you know, that that, that far and away that, that great team. I think, or, you know, I think Oregon's listed top in that, toward the top in that list. Again, not showing, knowing what they were going to do with, without Bo Nix, um, you know, and uh, some other key, key positions. Michigan, if Harbaugh leaves, you know, um, I think that's going to be a huge challenge for them. They're losing Corum. They're losing their quarterback uh, to the draft. Ohio State, I think, could have some potential. But, again, you know, with the addition of those teams out of the old Pac-12, well, they're going to face challenges too. I think they're going to um, struggle. I think they're not going to have that kind of easy – time moving through uh, some of these other old Big Ten teams like they do, like they did before. And I think they're going to face those challenges and, and, and really be pushed. But so, I, 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 you know, I don't know what, what they're going to have for this year. I don't think adding um, uh, Bill O'Brien as their offensive coordinator is going to make that big of a, an adjustment. I, I didn't think that he did well when he was at Alabama and had so he had more tools than than he did does right now. And so, you know, um, so again, it's just hard to see, hard to say that anybody's going to come out and and impress, pre, impress and and really move to the top. Uh, I guess you know it's going to have to depend on schedules. You know, I think LSU is a wild card factor. They can they can catch fire um, and win some games that they shouldn't, and probably lose some that they shouldn't. And so that that throws a, a wrench into the mix too. Who knows what A and M is going to do with their new coach and and their players? Ole Miss could be one of those ones too. They're consistently uh, that goofball Lane Kiffin down there is going to be ten and two, and and so again they're probably going to beat some teams that they shouldn't and lose to some that they shouldn't, but. Think they're going to be a factor there to in, in in some of the mix, and so who knows what you know what they're going to have, and and so I I, I guess like it just you know don't see though that clear cut um, 
you know, beyond these teams that, that are mentioned there. And, um, you know, is somebody going to emerge as a dark horse out of the Big Ten? Uh, is a USC, a UCLA, a Utah? I guess no, Utah's not going into the Big Ten, but they're Big 12. But old Pac-10 team, are they going to have catch fire somehow and do well for themselves? You know, is there going to be a sleeper team that, that emerges out of that, you know, SEC or, or Big Ten? Um, that can, they can catch fire and, and do well. So I guess only, only time will tell. And so a lot to look forward to. There's no, no need to get excited about all this. No need to get wound up about it. Get carried away. Just enjoy the off season. Relax, and uh, we'll see what happens. So, well, I hope you have a great weekend. Hope you have an opportunity to spend some spend some time with friends and family. I know that there's kind of another cold wave coming through. So, stay warm, stay safe, stay healthy. And until next time. <laughs>